Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and our special guest today, our very first guest of 2018. I almost said I almost said 2013. Whoa. That is Whoa. a long time ago. We have... <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> we have actor model Jackie Costello joining us today. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Very excited to have you on the show. I am excited to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. Oh, it's going to be fun. acted in a bunch of our stuff. That's so. true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so this is our first episode of the rebooted collagen injected but lifted but lifted <laughs> feminine mistake podcast Love with it. our new <laughs> yep. format um so we'll be doing uh tonight we're gonna be talking about i tanya uh which came i guess if it came out officially in 2017 right yeah, yes the very end yeah, very end of 2017 so right just get it in there um so we're gonna be talking about i tanya uh tonight and um we're gonna we're gonna be breaking up this conversation over three so uh, before we get into talking about the film, uh, I guess uh, if any, let's talk about anything you had, any conceptions you had about the film going into it, or even about Tanya Harding, because I think we all yes, had some thoughts the story. Yeah. about yeah. Tanya Harding going into this film. So let's start with Sarah. Okay, so the first time I heard about this film was when Nicole and Hillary came to me and said, "Let's do this film." Yes, it was the very first time I heard <laughs> about it. Um, it's as far as Tanya. Harding and uh, Nancy Kerrigan go. I was just, um, I was six when this, mm. the incident took place. So I the don't incident. think, yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I love that. <laughs> to call it that from now <laughs> yes. on. Yes. Um, and uh, so I don't remember actually learning about it at the time. I might've learned about it when I was like 10 or 12 or so, something like that. And I just remember learning that it was Ta- Tanya Harding who who did it who did it so i i yeah, thought that it that was tanya was harding who actually whacked her knees so so you would have been like in that that sort of Im- dream sequence they had where she was like had the blood yeah. all over yeah. her face yeah. that was your yeah. image of of this yeah. of the beautiful. incident yeah and yeah, so that that's great. what that's uh, that was the only information i was provided with so okay all right and you watch you watch figures the figure i skating. do yeah. every olympics i probably watched ta- ta- tanya harding in that olympics i just forget you were right. too young. Yeah. 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 Hillary. Um, I, again, I, like, I don't remember this actually happening. Yeah. Um, I was overseas, not too young to remember. Just you were overseas. overseas. Wait, what? <laughs> I yeah, don't remember I was, this. Like, overseas in a convent. Oh, right. Because um, Hillary's actually 52. I am. I'm 52 oh, years old. I see. Ah, so not, you were. It's not that I was too young to this remember. This is when you were incident. in the nunnery. Mm-hmm. Right. I was, just, okay. I was in a you convent overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got the two nunnery. Yeah. Quickly, I had gotten mixed up with the wrong type. Right. Can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah. That's a different podcast. Um. But I, I just knew her as the joke, you know, and like, mm-hmm. that's what she talks mm-hmm. about at the end of the film is yeah. like that she was loved and hated than a punchline. And like, I right. knew her as the punchline. Okay. Um, Fair and, enough. but I always thought it was Jeff Gululi. 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 I've always said Gululi because it sounded <laughs> like better. And more well, it's both sound gross. Gululi. It sounds like something that gets caught in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Our Jackie. Well, I do remember this very clearly. Yeah, I do too. Um, I watched that Olympics. I Mm -hmm. remember the costumes that Nancy Kerrigan wore, the cream-colored outfit. I remember the angel, the angel in white. Exactly. I remember um, Katarina Vitt also being a big competitor at the time. And Oksana Bayul. She was was incredible. I remember her actually. I know her name. Yeah, I 
I remember, and I, we, my mom and I, like, we followed it very clear. I mean, it was yeah. all the buzz at oh the God, time. Oh, my God, it was huge. I mean, even before the incident, like, everybody was talking about the showdown between Tanya Harding and Nancy yeah. Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you could hear about yeah. during that time. And I feel like nowadays, like, I feel like figure skating's a big deal, but I feel like back then... It was just. It was a whole nother level. It really we didn't have was. reality yeah. TV yet, though. It's true. We, we didn't have the internet. We right. didn't have the internet. That we needed that to pit our. It's a huge our, thing. I mean, some yeah, people had the internet, but best. it was you know yeah. we had not to really a mainstream against each other though. But yes. I do remember Tanya Harding. Like my impression of her at the time was that she was very athletic. Mm-hmm. She was not graceful. Um, She lacked the ballerina-ish quality that a lot Mm -hmm. of figure skaters tend to have that Nancy Kerrigan had. Nancy Kerrigan had Mm -hmm. the grace and everything like that. Um, She was, yeah, well, I'll I'll, I'll wait. But uh, yeah, I I, I guess I'll just echo that sentiment that she was like, there was something like tough and like, I don't want to say dirty, but like, you know, rough and tough about her. And like, she didn't fit in with the sort of Disney princess. Not at all. Uh, she was rough atmosphere. around the edges. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she had like the hair that was kind of bleached and like the roots were growing out and it was like frizzy and like she just had that yeah. sort of like uh, bl- uh, blue collar America kind yeah. of thing going on. She really did. Yeah. But I never thought, even when it happened, I never thought she did it. I always, I did think it was Galula Lula, whatever yeah. the heck his name is. But I never, I never thought, I, th- I think she had knew something was going on, but I never really yeah. thought that she did it. I really didn't. And I don't know that the film, I mean, I think the film kind of takes a perspective on that and we'll yeah. get to that, but yeah, I we'll get don't think yeah. we ever even get that answer. I don't think yeah. we get the answer. I think the no. film takes a perspective, but I don't think you're supposed to take it seriously. Right. Correct. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I too grew, I was, let's see, this was happening in the nineties. I was like, not, I was in like middle school when this happened. So and my family is not a big Olympics family, so we don't usually watch the Olympics, but we absolutely really? watched this Olympics. Yeah. Like, I remember watching it. I remember her putting her leg up on the, on the, on the, you judges know, and panel. showing the judges her laces. Like, I remember that whole thing. And we didn't, it was, there was no internet. Like, now, like, God, that would have been everywhere. But, but it, and it still was. It was like all the tabloids, all the news. It was just like, constant yeah and, and that that video of nancy kerrigan you know saying why over and over and over again yeah. like it was just everywhere and i i don't think i really had too much of a thought on like who did it or who didn't do it because it was seemed pretty clear they came out pretty clearly and said it was these other guys but there was always some kind of shadow of how much did she know how involved was she and because she had that rough around the edges persona like it was easy to make her the bad guy yeah, it was easy yeah. to point at her and go she's the ugly monster and nancy kerrigan is the beautiful princess that's being yeah. hurt by the ugly monster and she was it was easy to make her a joke mm-hmm. and i i wish i could say that i had more sympathy for her at the time but i probably just had that mob same mob mentality that everybody else did when i was 12 or 13 when i was like oh, tanya Harding is so you know, so gross. You know, like I probably did have yeah, that I feeling. That. I remember like thinking that in my household, like as I like grew up, like, hey, Tanya Harding is like, is she, she did it. it was like sort of the sentiment around yeah. me. But like as I got older, I was like, eh. it was the Pretty ultimate sure was in Jeff not Luli. Yeah, yeah, it was the ultimate in bad sportsmanship. You know, it the really ultimate was. in not playing fair. But yeah, 
I don't know. We can get into this later. Oh, but absolutely. I don't think she's capable of the bad sportsmanship because yeah. she loved the game. Yeah, no, yeah, I definitely she think loves the game so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think we should definitely get into that. Um, but I do remember too, when she started the boxing thing, when she started mm-hmm. boxing afterwards and it was kind of like, well, what else do you expect her to do? Yeah. Kind of mentality. Exactly. I you know, wasn't, like, I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I wasn't aware that they had, I, I guess like most Americans, I kind of stopped paying attention after the Olympics. Yeah. I was not aware that they kicked her out and that she was oh, not I able to do yeah. skating anymore. Like that's like that. a life sentence yeah. basically. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things, the few things I knew about it. Yeah, that's so, one of the few things I knew about it too. I which just, we can talk about this later, yeah. but I just think I will always think it's interesting. And I remember talking, my mom talking about it at the time, but why they let her compete in the Olympics and then kicked her out immediately afterwards. Because they yeah. wanted the eyeballs. Exactly. Yep. They wanted the eyeballs. Exactly. And that's, but that's what and that's she what says what they in got. the film too. She, is. Does, she said, absolutely, yeah. why would CBS not let this happen? Yeah, it was ratings galore at the time. Yeah. Yep. No, I know. I mean, I my know. family wouldn't have been watching. No. Yep. I mean, not even just to watch Nancy Kerrigan. It's like we were there to watch Tanya Harding. Exactly. Nobody you know? wanted to watch t- uh, like Nancy Kerrigan. She was this beautiful little beauty queen. Like, yeah. who wants to watch that? We see it every day, but yeah, we want to no. see Tanya Harding. We want to see who Tanya Harding. Yeah. What's she going <laughs> to do? Know? Is she going to win? Yeah. Is she going to go gonna ape do shit? nuts on the ni- ice? Yeah. Like, yeah. what is she yeah. going to do? We want to know. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, uh, so that's our thoughts on the movie prior to watching it for the podcast so let's get into talking about i tanya the house is a mess jack the kids are a mess jack you're a mess jack you have been a total bitch ever since you came to new york you seem sort of distant let's just do it you look stupid and rich stupid and stupid and rich fascist all right let's get into it um, okay, so we're ready. So now we're going to talk about I, Tanya. You may have noticed, listeners, if you've been a fan of the show, that the music is different. Um, so we've got a brand new theme song. We've got, uh, it's sort of a mix of our Lady Bits theme and the uh, movie clip sound bites you're used to, but remixed by Braxton. So thank you, Braxton, for, thank you. Thank you. for remixing our theme song uh, to get us we into the so episode. Yes, we love it. Um, so I hope you guys love it as much as we do. Um, okay, so I, Tanya, um, starring Margot Robbie and Allison Janney, uh, and a bunch, so I, admittedly a bunch of other people whose names I don't know offhand, yeah. but everyone in this movie was fucking great. They really yeah. were. Yeah. So good. So well cast. Yeah. So well So cast. good. Especially when they paired it in the credits yeah. with the people who were actually, like, yeah. actually I was, like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. When I saw her mom and she had the fucking bird, I was, I, know, I thought for I thought sure that, that bird was invented for this film. <laughs> I thought so too. It was not. No. Nope. No, that was a real, real, some real shit. Um, by the way, that's what I will be going as for Halloween, everyone. You should. Sorry. That's <laughs> the <Harding's> mother. Perfect, <laughs> perfect costume I'll start for you. smoking again for it, too. But only if they legalize cloves again. Because Wait, cloves are illegal? I didn't oh, know that. What? Thanks, Obama. What? Literally, Obama no. did that to us. I used guys. to smoke cloves. I know. College. Obama got rid of them. <laughs> Just for fancy times, though, because they're real hard on the throat. Like, they you can are, feel yourself dying like of cancer it was just every like, time you inhale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that pop and crack while you were doing it. it was and so you're like, festive. I know my lungs yeah. are just oh. turning black right now. I know. God, but they were so good. So you think she was smoking cloves? I guess she was. They? They I thought cloves. they were maybe they were Virginia Slims or something, no. but I, I guess Virginia not. Slims I thought they were Marlboro They were reds. long black. Marlboro Reds? Yeah, that's what I, I Well, the Marlboro Reds are thick and stubby. They are. Yeah, 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 yeah. they were long and black. They, they were, very well they, could have they been. were yeah, cloves, I thought. That was the cloves I used to smoke. Oh my God. that I wish I had really thought of that because I feel like that adds a new layer. Like, can you imagine living in that house and just constantly smelling the smell 
cloves. clove cigarettes. Oh my god, it would be horrible. No wonder she had emphysema. Or I know. No she kidding, had. she needed an inhaler. She oh, was just literally god. breathing in fiberglass. Just, just disgusting. Um, <laughs> so something we didn't mention, and we're gonna get into our hot fa- fact segment a little bit later. But um, what I did, I did want to mention that this film was shot in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you can Sarah can attest to this. I got very excited when I saw the Golden Buddha Restaurant, which is mm-hmm. right yes. down the street from my I house. Know, Wasn't I was, it right down here? I thought it was the one no, right here. No, I thought that looks like the one that's on Claremont Road. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. It was the one over here I thought it was the one on Claremont Road. Listeners, you tweet us and let us know let what us know what the right. truth is, but. I'm pretty sure that was Claremont Road. And you guys recognize Josh McCall? Oh, yeah. He was in it. Oh, really? He, he was the guy saying, you suck. Yeah. That her mom oh paid. Yeah. Also, Suhaila El Atar was in, in it, too. Oh, really? yeah. She, she was the mom who said, don't curse. Don't curse in here. Oh, yeah. God, you're so right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, God. you know, whenever I, I, you know, I always try to IMDb movies as I watch them and like yeah. look to see what characters are in it or what yeah. the actors are and everything. And I, um, I've IMDb the trivia on this one, but I did not look at the cast characters necessarily. I get so excited when I watch something that's made in Atlanta and yeah. I start actor spotting. Like I lost my mind when I was watching Stranger Things too, and I yeah. saw Alex Van pop up. Oh my I was yeah. like, yeah. "That's Alex Van. He just <laughs> got hit in the face with a squirrel." I was alone in my apartment. I know that guy. I was like, yeah. "I know him." Yeah. And I was like, "Nobody can hear me." But. So yeah, so this was shot in Atlanta, and I know we know other people who worked on the crew. I I I, want, I feel like me. I don't know. I don't want to name names because I, I don't I don't actually know offhand, but I do remember people talking about right. it on Facebook that they were working on set on the crew. So so yeah, this was made in Georgia. Um, okay so let's go through um, everybody's got a list here of like at least five things that that happened or characters or something that happened in the movie that they want to talk about or like a theme or something so let's go around let's start with our guest Um, what's uh, give us your the first thing that you've got to talk about I there's so many I I literally like I started thinking about five things I came up with like 20 I know um so many things um okay I, I'm just gonna start with one of the most obvious things but her mother I'm sorry I, yes. I that is number one on my list like, Mine too. number one let's just say Allison Janney I oh my God. bow down to her yes. I want to kiss her feet right. yes. because talk about commitment to a character oh my god she was phenomenal so good yeah. yes. I hope she gets an Oscar for this I really yeah, really yeah, me she too. deserves it I, really I missed too. her when she was gone and I mean she's yeah. a an abysmal person. She yeah, really I, is. when she but came I in, it her. was like, well, my storyline's disappearing now. Yeah. I was like, exactly. That was yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're back. Yeah, <laughs> she missed was... you and your bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you think about some of the other characters she's played in her time, like West Wing. And, you know, all the, yeah, yes. I think, I think that was a show. Mature, but, but very mature, responsible. Yeah, uh, and someone you can rely on. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and cute and stuff. And she was yeah. just ugly and nasty and yes. just mean and terrible like, i know that lady mm-hmm. yeah. oh, totally. no i mean like i feel like yeah. i've met that lady oh, i mean man, I've, I've not I've, I've spent some time in in rural virginia and i'm pretty sure yep. that i've met that I've lady, met that I think lady. Think my one complaint of this film is that i couldn't believe that that could be a, a real a person. person oh i believe oh, absolutely it. Oh, i believe it in yeah. fact um I've my husband it. grew up in rural virginia and for he for example he cannot stand the show roseanne because it's too he's like why would i want to watch a bunch of poor people who are miserable fighting with each other he's like i already lived that life like i don't need i don't need to watch that for entertainment so i feel like it's funny because after we watched this movie i was like chris you really should watch it It was really good but then i was like you know this might be too too familiar for you you may not enjoy it so like there those people for sure exist Mm -hmm. it was it felt very real 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she just – the thing that I liked about what they did with her character is that you hated her, but to a certain extent you wanted to try – or at least I did. I was trying to like her in a way. I was trying yeah. to find something humanistic yeah. about her yeah. because I wanted her to love Tanya more. I know. That was – mm-hmm. and especially yeah. towards the end of the movie where she comes mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. talks to her and tries yeah. to say that she, you know, she's on her side and then they yeah. find out that there's – But it made a, me so mad too. I knew it though. The minute she walked in, I was I like, know. what is she here for? Yeah, exactly. But what I kept rooting for? for some kind of love to yeah. exist – but she, there wasn't, you no, know. No. There, I mean, she was just a, a unbelievably terrible yeah. and almost mentally disturbed. Because in yeah. order for you to mm-hmm. be that mean of a person, like you can't think rationally, you yeah, can't yeah. have thoughts and feelings the way that normal yeah. people do. Because she had no remorse for the way that she treated her daughter. But I have to wonder, like, is that her version of love? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that's healthy love, but I feel like in her mind, she's like, I gave everything. I gave yeah. you all my money. I did right. this to you to make you tough. Right. Yeah. Like, this she world sucks. This yeah. world sucks. And I made you tough and you're a champion because of me. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. Her, that would be her point of view. And I that think. was one of the things I wrote down is one of my things to talk about was, do you think that, that Ta- Tanya w- would have become a skater if it hadn't been for mom? And do you think she would have been su- as successful if her mom hadn't ab- abused her? Oh, man. Wow, that's a lot. To, that's a really good question because I feel like she was successful because she was pushed, but at the same time, I think it also destroyed her. Yeah, you know, it yeah. was yeah. her blessing and her curse, and yeah. that's probably why she ended up with Jeff. Exactly. Yeah, it, absolutely. Well, she says that too. Yeah, She's she like, said she thought she that's deserved all I it. knew. It's all my mother knew. hit me, yeah. so why can't my husband hit me? Yeah, kind of thing. I so. think that people reach that sort of level of achievement. I think thrive in in adversity or they couldn't yeah. make it like you can't make it through all the rejection I mean all of the rejection she faced not just like and I mean she's poor her dad left her like all of the things in her life that happened like I think that pushes people sometimes but uh whether or not it allowed her to succeed I don't know I mean I do think that if she had had a supportive mother sitting in the stands cheering her on you know maybe maybe she would have been able to focus more on the on the sport that she loved so much and maybe wouldn't have fallen in with those people I don't know but also like her whole life it's like and again we're not talking about Tanya Harding the person because this is a yeah this is a fictional movie that takes a very uh particular angle on her she did consult on this film though right not her mother though her mother did not consult on the film but i think the movie takes a very now granted i feel like they do offer sympathy to a lot of characters that ordinarily we wouldn't think deserve it like her mother for example um but it definitely takes a a sympathetic look at her a very humanizing sympathetic look at her Mm -hmm. but so we're really just talking about this particular character um i don't know where i was going with that i got lost in my the woods of my thoughts (laughs) I do it frequently. Somebody, somebody give me a flashlight. Well, I'm the, lost. The, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the writer actually intended t- for us to take our own, uh, have our own take on it. And he claimed that the film does not take a stand. And that I was disagree. one of the things that I wrote down was, yeah. do you think that the film takes a stand? Because he claims, he still claims that he did not, that the film is completely like well, objective. Can and... we talk about that for a second? Okay. Let's, let's. We have I, no idea how this is going to go. We've never talked I, about a film this way. So. I do <laughs> think that the film doesn't take a stance because mm. I think it's very obvious that it's, let me swallow. Um, no, let's, let's talk about this with pizza roll. In our yeah. Mind. Right. Um, <laughs> Sponsored by pizza rolls. 
Ugh, Kroger I brand wish. pizza rolls. <laughs> They're the best. Um, okay, so I I don't think this movie takes a stand because we have a first person narration, and mm-hmm. um, any journalist or any person who does any sort of investigation on something knows that you cannot take one person's view of anything and make it like say like this is the true facts. Yeah. So. We have a first-person narration, and on top of that, Tanya Harding throughout the film says, it's not my fault, it's not my fault, it's not my fault, it's not my fault. A lot of them say that. Not my fault. She's an unreliable narrator Mm -hmm. because she refuses to own up to anything. The only thing she ever owns up to is, uh, in the end, my lace breaks. That was kind of my fault, but it wasn't. And that's the Mm. only thing that she says, that was kind of my fault, was her lace breaking. And it's the only thing in Mm. this film that, like, and truly entirely is not her fault. Like, a lace breaking is not a human being's fault. Like, that sucks. It's an unfortunate circumstance. I, you know, it's funny. I I had a different takeaway. Because if you watch it critically, like, I don't know. uh, I had a different, I had a different take on it. I really felt like the movie... Like she said, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. And I feel like the movie said that too, to me. Yeah. I feel like the movie was constantly saying, look at all these other things in her life. Yeah. And I, I I think that, I think that it's impossible to really get an intimate, as intimate a portrayal as a, of a character as they did in this movie without taking a side. Like, I think that they, like when you stop and, and, and have a, a scene where, like they didn't just at the in the scene at the end in the Olympics, they just didn't have her just go out and, and have the lace thing happen. They had a moment where she sat and looked into the mirror and wept and tried to smile yeah. through tears. And like we are meant to sympathize with her above everyone else in the movie. Yes. Yeah. And so and, and I and I think but you just, have to. I think you I have sympathize to sympathize with her doesn't mean that I think she didn't do anything wrong. And that's what I mean by taking a stance. I can still feel very sorry for this person who grew up in a terrible way, Mm -hmm. who had horrible things happen to her, who had terrible circumstances throughout her life. And I can still feel bad for her and still feel awful that like Mm -hmm. the one thing that she loved and was good at and that she did her entire life was taken away from her. Yeah. And I feel awful for her. Yeah. But I still don't know if she did it or not. And that's what I mean by neutral is like, I don't, I don't think they took a stance on whether she did it or not. Well, I mean, I think it was very clear that they, that they, I think that in terms of the information they gave us, it was very clear that she, in, from the movie's point of view, she didn't know what was going on. She thought they were sending letters. Again, you have an unreliable narrator. So like if you're, if you're watching it, like they, they let you know very early on that she's not reliable. True. But, but she's not the only narrator. Jeff yeah. is a narrator, he, and so is the teacher. Either. He keeps saying things are untrue. Like this part's not true that he's she's about to tell you. Like they they're all liars. Correct. And I think the movie one of the movies uh, sort of themes is what is true and what isn't true, and everybody has their own truth. And she literally says that. Yeah. But I do think that if you look at what the movie shows you in terms of the events, we never see her acting as though she has any indication that she knows that they're going to send some guy to. To break Nancy and also here's like we never see that here's something that the I picked up on too so there was a part where she chases Jeff out with a shotgun and fires at Mm -hmm. him and then she immediately looks at the camera and says this didn't happen none of the times when Jeff hit her did he ever look at the camera and say this didn't happen so I think actually he did he did say that there's when they cut back to the interview and he's like I never hit her that one but it cut back to him in in an interview saying that was like early in the movie wasn't it if I'm not mistaken yeah yeah. it's very very early but it's it was different the way that that 
yeah took place it, it, it made me feel like the movie really did take that like just for me i like just uh, taking it all in mm-hmm. i sympathized with Ta- tanya and i think you're supposed yeah. to i think that's i think absolutely. making her seem human is the point of this I mean, movie you definitely feel sorry for her throughout the i mean it's it's a funny film too like they add a lot yeah. of comedic humor yeah it was to this very movie. funny yeah so you oh, yeah. S- you s- find yourself laughing at a lot of it and and she's you know as she's narrating she's funny too because like when she's like when she says oh we're here for the incident because that's why all of you fucking came let's face it yeah. you yeah. know and yeah. i mean i just thought that line was awesome but yeah. Yeah. um but you do you do sympathize with her. You do walk out of that movie theater thinking, man, what a horrible life this girl yeah, had. Yeah, what a shitty like, way to end, yeah. like, that, you know, like, to lose. The, for her, I, yeah. I just remember really harping on this, getting kicked out of the skating thing. But, yeah. like, it's yeah. like, those guys got nothing. 18 months. And nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And she even said, give me the jail. Like, I'll do the jail, jail time. time. Yeah. I'd rather do that and stay yeah. in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. But they or had be able to skate. I mean, like, she can't skate in any of those events. Exactly. You know, I mean, they literally stripped her of her soul. They, they, get, they took of, the only thing that made her happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, I, I kind of agree with you in the sense that like I, I it is open to interpretation. And I didn't necessarily walk out of there thinking, yes, she did do it, had something to yeah. do with it, blah, 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 blah. I think I already, already made up my mind about that but prior to walking into but maybe the Maybe we all have. And that's yeah. kind of the yeah. point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So but I, I do think that no matter what. You, you do walk out of that movie with a very sympathetic mindset towards Tanya Harding. And then yeah. the other thing I noticed about this was that I kind of forgot about Nancy Kerrigan throughout this movie. That's the yeah, other yeah. I really I think did. This I didn't movie care sides about with Kerrigan. Tanya yeah. is mm-hmm. that Na- Nancy Kerrigan is almost a non-character. She really like, is. We yeah. barely ever see her face. And I, I think that that's okay. Like, I, I think... This isn't a movie about her. It's exactly. not even a movie about the incident. It really no, isn't. No, no. It's, it's more about, about how it's unimportant about it is in the grand scheme of, of, right. of yeah. a, whole, a number of shitty things that yeah. have happened in one person's yeah. life. Yeah, I thought about that afterwards. I, or um, after the movie, I was like, the 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 parts where Nancy Kerrigan were in it that were when she was in it. I mean, I would say the total time for that actress was maybe five minutes. Yeah, if that, and, and you barely see her face. You really yeah. do. Yeah, she Only really, at the she very really end. Speak that much either. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, it was kind of the. Well, most we don't you, have any interviews with her either. We never no, hear her no. side. Mm-hmm. No, and she's she's never really said anything about it. I don't think, or maybe I'm wrong. Well, Christo told me today that she doesn't blame Tanya Harding for it, but she's also like. Of born again Christian, stay away type. from me, bitch. Well, uh, she's no, she's more of like a born again Christian okay. type. Like I forgive her for what she did, kind of mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Nancy Kerrigan, from what you read in the, you know, she's kind of like this princess, but ice princess yeah. at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, kind of thing. But, yeah. um, but I, uh, I, again, I, I didn't. I didn't really care that much about the incident. I didn't really care that much yeah. about Nancy Kerrigan yeah. in the film. Yeah. And they didn't, um, you know, they didn't make any attempt to make Nancy seem like an an advers like a, a an an adversary or an obstacle. And it, it was yeah. more like I feel like the obstacle for her was not fitting into the cookie cutter image mm-hmm. of of the dainty ballerina with the beautiful costumes and the perfect hair. And like Nancy yeah. does represent that. Yeah. yeah. But so do all the other girls that she's competing yeah. with. Yeah. It was like her combating an image. So more yeah. so than a single person. And also Jeff. I mean, Jeff is a big like yeah. roadblock in her life. Yeah. Huge roadblock. Let's almost- talk. Let's talk about Jeff. Let's talk about, I want to talk about 
uh, yeah, I want to talk about Jeff and I want to talk about vi- the violence in this movie. I really want to dig oh, yeah. into that. No. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a conversation stopper. I I had a comment about the c- cinematography in terms of the mm-hmm. the, the the violence. It, mm-hmm. The way it was shot was unlike I've seen in other films. Like it was like it was the way they shot the ska- skating. It was like in on the action and yeah. the way the camera moved around. I don't know. It just was very exciting. I know that sounds like a terrible word, mm, but it was that's interesting. It was yeah. like thrilling to the way that, that it took place, but it was also like uh, hor- much more hor- horrible and visceral the way it was shot. Right. Yeah. There was no, I see. I, I think my feeling on the way the violence was portrayed in this movie was that it was so fast. Like everything yeah. happens so fast. Cause yeah, usually well, when we see violence yeah. in films, it's like, some kind of slow-mo punch or like yeah. almost like that boxing match at the end, yeah. you know, or where like the violence it, is yeah. like, but it was gl- glorified and made parts. pretty. Yeah. It was it, just like all of a sudden he just, it's like, Holy shit. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it was like, he'd punch her in the face with like a cabbage. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it was yeah. like so surprising and really made me feel like that's what it must feel like to actually yeah. get, get hit. It's just yeah. like out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, somebody punches you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. But what was interesting, though, was that he was so sweet to her in the beginning, you know, and then he changed, which is something that you hear a lot with, you know, abuse type situations Mm -hmm. is that once once you're no longer the challenge, once you're no longer um, being uh, uh, once I got you on the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, now I'm going to show you my true colors. And he totally did that. But then they also they had a very love-hate relationship they would have like extremely like passionate sex and then he would beat the crap out of her and then they go back to having crazy sex and like they even were happy for a while there too and it's it seemed like after the triple axel was when the shit really hit the fan because it seemed like she finally had some self-worth she was validated Yeah, she she's validated. like, I don't need other people to make me feel good anymore. Yeah. I I have this thing that makes me feel good. Right, yeah. exactly. And, and he could Or the adoration that. of the people watching me do this thing that makes me yeah. feel good. It's the adoration of the people, I think. Um, I think that, and this was done to multiple people, including her mother and Jeff. I think this movie, and the whole movie is about humanizing her as well, but I feel like it's about, there's a lot of, taking something or someone that's monstrous and making them sympathetic. Mm -hmm. And I at times felt, even though Jeff was horrible, there were times that I felt sympathy for him. There were times when I felt like he was pathetic. Can you give me some examples? Because I feel zero sympathy for him. I, I'm, I think it's the actor's performance. I'm not, I don't like, I don't intellectually have sympathy for him, but when I, when he, you know, even when he's like is in the middle of of dealing with the fallout of of what happened with the incident, like you can see him falling apart and all the things that he thought he was going to be able to fix falling right. apart. And I couldn't help but have a little like I find him pathetic and sympathize with that, the patheticness of him as a person, not so much like, oh, I, I hope things turn out OK for him. I'm just saying like they made it seem like all of these people were lonely and sad and trapped in their circumstances. And, they, and they just did the best. Yeah. What all he had was do. her. And again, I'm not saying I wanted them to be together right? or that I found him to be a person that was likable overall. I'm just saying that 
and with the mom too Mm -hmm. I can't explain it like I can't intellectually explain this feeling of I wish these I wish life worked out better for these people I just that was just a feeling I had and maybe it was because the actors made them seem so human but I think that's what people are like like people aren't all bad or all good like some people are more bad than good but you would never marry a person if they were completely rotten to the core mm, from go exactly. one. And the, and you wouldn't stay with them if there wasn't something that reeled you back in. I think it was sort of to this idea of fantasy with a lot of them. Because yeah. Tanya had this fantasy of being loved. It, yeah. I, it, sometimes I don't even think it was about the Olympics. You know, it was more the idea of being loved and, and people loving her. And so I feel like that's why she went to somebody like Jeff. Because he did in a weird fucked up way, had a very big love obsessed. for her, yeah. you know, and then she wanted her mother to love her yeah. so much. She yeah. had this fantasy that she would be loved by her mother. And then you look at Jeff, he had this fantasy of this whole thing working out for him and him getting if all I kinds of money. I can just give her what I want, if I can fix it. It didn't seem to be about the money. It seemed to be about getting her. Yeah. 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 And if I can make everything work so that she gets what she wants, she'll see that she needs me. Right. Yeah, and right. even with the, the, the Sean guy. Um, oh, Sean. What a piece of work. Oh, Sean. I mean, talk about a great actor, number one. But yeah. number two, that I mean, his yeah, idea he was of great. fantasy, too. Like, he yeah. lived in a freaking fantasy world. Oh, and my exactly. God. Exactly. His, he was living in a whole different movie, that oh guy. A movie with, uh, some with I think, Nick Cage in it. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Absolutely. Abs- definitely a movie with Nick it Cage. It was just, <laughs> yeah. they all had these ideas of what they wanted that were so insurmountable that it it just started it all kind of ruined their fantasies became their nightmares which yeah. put them into a puddle of just shit you know i feel like the actor playing sean really nailed down that like yeah. mouth breather acting yeah. like he really i don't know what school mm-hmm. of mouth breathing acting he went to but he just he did a great it's job a with that. i loved his voice it. I mean, I hated his voice, but I'm just saying I lo- like I thought he did a great job. I knew yeah. that guy in high school too. Definitely yeah, went right. to high school with that. Oh, yeah. I went to high school. Like, with that guy. I specialize yeah. in terrorism. Yeah, counterterrorism. And he actually says said that. He did, they yeah. showed the yeah, video of and him I was being like, interviewed. I feel like they were like, We have to show it to them. So <laughs> yeah. they know we did not <laughs> make this up. But I love how she's like, um, but you didn't? Yeah. He's like, But I did. She's like, Yeah, no, we checked. You didn't. You didn't. But they're the guy that plays the um, hard copy reporter. Um, Bobby okay, what was Kennebel. going on with that guy's face? Like, why? Like, like I'm sorry. That was the one thing in the movie that I was like, I like. Is he? Is it a spray tan? Is he wearing blackface? Like, what Isn't is going on? He's an Italian on? actor. That He's they an kind Italian of put actor. Brown the, face, brown, yeah, like a bit to make him look a little bit more. Like, yeah, that's Bobby. Kind of. I forget. I can't pronounce his last name. Isn't it? Yeah, he was on. Um, wasn't he on Will and Grace for a while? Um, no, he was on. Uh, uh, Ray Romano's show. What okay. was it? Everybody, Everybody loves, Raymond. loves Raymond. And wasn't he also in um, Sex that the terrible, he was Sex in the terrible yeah. show Vinyl on HBO? Am I oh, the I only one that watched that? that? Oy. Yeah, I think he was in that. But anyway, I just was like really bothered by his... I was like, I don't like this choice that they made. I don't no. like it. I don't know it. why. Like... I don't know who this person is supposed to be, but I feel like I'm not getting any... Th- I'm distracted by your face. The one thing he and did I don't say like that it. I liked was like, nothing could have been executed by two bigger boobs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, like, in a and whole that was like, such a good word boobs. to describe yeah. them because they were, they were boobs. Like they were yeah. so... Yeah. Just whatever. They were the exactly. dumst they criminals. Were so dumb. They really Every were. one of them. Yeah. Those guys. Every 15 minutes, minutes to avoid suspicion. <laughs> they were in the wrong 
shout out to that guy who played Derek also. Yeah. Uh I mean, he like that moment was really tense. It was super tense. And again, they're humanizing someone who's a monster. They could have just sent the actor in there, had them walk to Nancy Kerrigan, maybe get lost and then like hit her in the knee. They could have just done that. Yeah. Um, but instead, they had him really like. There's a moment where you're not even sure if he's ever be, even going to yeah. be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was something actually almost like Cohen Brothersy about that scene. Mm-hmm. To yes, me, you're where right. Where he like runs and he's like trying to get the doors Fun open, fact, but they're chained he up. He, like, he the the guy head. in real life bro- broke the glass with his head. Oh to, no, to get shit! Out. Really? Real life. Yes, that actually oh, happened. That's like a caged fucking animal right yeah. there. You yeah. know, like that's a caged animal. Wow, he's like, I didn't what have I done? I didn't know that either. Wow, that's, that's surprising, crazy. man. Hot facts. Welcome to Hot Facts. Uh, this is our brand new segment where Sarah gives us some exciting trivia about this month's film, which is I Tanya. Sarah, yeah. lay it on us. So, it was directed by Craig Gillespie. I'm embarrassed Ooh. to say I did not know whether it was a woman or man that directed this, and yeah. now I know. Yep. Well. All right. I should have known it was probably he actually did a commercial featuring Nancy Kerrigan in '93. It was no way soup ad. I think I remember that. Yeah, he did that. Holy shit! Okay, more hot facts. Allison (laughs) Janney. Yes. Um, she seriously trained to be a figure skater. Really, all through childhood and adolescence. Sure, she grew up having Olympic dreams. Wow. She ran into a sliding glass door when she was 17 and severed a tendon so badly that she almost died and she didn't skate again. That's a goddamn nightmare. Yep. Yep. You know, I was at a party once when I was in high school Mm -hmm. and I was running away with a bottle of diet Coke that somebody wanted Mm -hmm. and I ran into a sliding glass door, but it didn't break. Like I ran into it super hard, but it didn't break. So what I'm saying is I could have been Allison Janney. You could yeah. have been. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. That's insane. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. I wonder if like that really helped her dig into like the bitterness of the, the character she was know. playing. You know, like if there was any like, you know. Yeah. Like it should have been me kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I kind of felt like even though that wasn't implicitly what her mother was doing, it was like, you know. Kind of was at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. She was like bitter when the success was happening without her. Anyway, she also said that this was the hardest role she's had to play. I bet wow. it's yeah. hard to yeah. be a human being that isn't entirely human and to like so impersonate some, yeah. some, some, someone too yeah. and not be able to have your own. Um, okay, I mean that's certainly how I feel with the challenge of having to be Jon Snow in our um, allergy parody <laughs> in the sketch show. Yep, it's big shoes to fill. That you makes know. Sense. Mm-hmm. More hot facts. Okay. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Yes. Um, she trained for four months with Nancy Kerrigan's choreographer. I, w- I thought you were going to say Nancy Kerrigan. I'm like, that seems kind of wrong. No, Nancy Kerrigan's no. choreographer, the person wow. who choreographed all of her stuff. Holy mm. shit. Sarah Kawahara. Wow. Wow. Yep. Okay. Um, she had a herniated disc in her neck the entire time this was being filmed. Shut the she fuck up. She had to have up. an x-ray every week. Wow. To make sure that she she could still film. I'm huh. crushing these hot facts, you guys. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like, actors Man. are willing to... Maybe this is why I'm a mediocre actor. Like, yeah, I would be I'm like, hey, guys, I have a fucked up neck, so... I'm going to need to take some time off <laughs> yeah, and get that sort Can we? Can we do this take with me wearing a neck brace? Is that, is no, that okay? Is that okay? 
She didn't use her real hair in the film. It was all wigs. Really? And, oh. mm-hmm, all wigs because well, she didn't want to damage would, hair. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. And right. they didn't use mousse in the wigs. They used beer. Beer <sighs> was the thing that got that crunchy look. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> so, ladies, you too can have the Tanya Harding. All you so. need is a can of Budweiser. Ew. Tanya Har- Har- Harding. <laughs> Hillary's like, that is not I'm the proper use of beer. The smell. I'm like, Do you mm. think it was like shitty beer or was it like, uh, was it like, craft beer i don't think it matters at the end of the day once the <laughs> heat like, hits that <laughs> once you start smelling that for a while oof like you get home you're like honey not now i've got to go i got to get into the shower and wash the beer r- out of my r- hair r- immediately yeah okay <laughs> tanya harding um saw the film and mm-hmm. enjoyed jo- jo- it she especially loved the suck my dick line and she said yeah. i wish i would have s- said that instead she oh. said she said all the same things but instead of suck my dick she said stay out, out of my face mm. oh but okay. um, yeah, I was uh, that did feel a little an, an yeah. anachronistic because I was like, I doubt someone in in ninety four would have said suck my dick. Like yeah, it didn't seem <laughs> like yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least yeah, I'm a woman. it did yeah. seem a little. I will say, yeah, that did seem a little weird. And now a segment just for this film, hot Ooh. facts fact check. Hot facts fact check. Yes. Oh, because this was based on mm-hmm. a true story. I love it. Let's do so it. So here are the things that actually. I'm not gonna re- read. I mean, this looks yeah, like yeah. a lot, but I'm gonna read all of it. Um, so. Uh, yes, Tanya was actually assaulted by her half brother. Only it was worse in real life than it was in the film. Oh God, I was worried and about he, that. And he like it was prolonged, and he like beat down a door to get to her. She Ugh. ended up kicking in the balls and running away. And he was arrested late later that night. He spent the next few years in jail. Oh my God! When he was released, he was killed by a hit and run. Wow! Shit! This yeah. is just a pile <laughs> of sad. But also, I guess. It's Maybe he didn't, at least he didn't assault anyone else. Yeah. Silver lining. Yeah. Yes, Jeff. uh, uh, I'm just saying. He uh, threatened to kill himself and threatened her with a gun. We didn't talk about that scene, but that scene was intense as fuck. I mean, the whole movie I was thinking to myself without even knowing that the scene was coming. I was like, Mm -hmm. fuck. You know, if they didn't bash in Nancy Kerrigan's knee, this story probably would have ended with him fucking killing her with yeah. a gun. Yeah, exactly. And he, what the thing, the blood from on her face was not the bullet didn't graze her face; it hit the pavement and set a piece of pavement up to her face. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he he actually was pulled over by the cops. She, they both got out of the car. The cop confiscated his guns and let him drive her away. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't want to get involved in the middle of a marital dispute. Ugh. Uh, yeah, yes. that's not my job as a police officer, and I'll keep her of the peace. Her face is bleeding, but I'm sure that's normal. Yeah. Uh, yes, reporters had Tanya's car towed so she would be forced to leave the house. That seems yeah. like that seemed like it would check out. Yeah. Does do your hot facts say anything about that guy's face? Which guy's face? That fucking guy's face from no. like current affair. Like what was going on with they, the fucking makeup on that guy's face? They put him fi- in makeup to make him look like he was a different race. They really did. I don't like it. I know it. Nobody does. This is does. 2018. I know. Get your shit together. Yeah. No. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Just stop it. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. So w- one thing that did not happen, uh, Kerrigan and Har- Harding did not get wasted together like they did in that hotel room they mm-hmm. did r- room together shop together eat together watch tv together on the road mm-hmm. so they were actually friends so they okay. were friends yeah how do they know they didn't shotgun beers together though both yeah. of them didn't s- i guess I you know. probably didn't yeah. drink if you had to like get up and skate for eight hours yeah, yeah fair yeah fair. maybe I they were wouldn't. on some uppers 
<laughs> that's what been. I would have done if. And I the rest of the stuff I sure. talked about during the podcast, but cool. that's that's my hot facts. No, that was great. Hot facts. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the good things that we're doing and our guests are doing. Jackie, what would you like to plug? Um, thanks, Nicole. Um, <laughs> you should have talked like that the whole time. Yes. I should have. Yes. No, I... like you, sound like, you sound like Monroe from 80s Dating yeah. Video Remix. Oh, my God. Yes. Jackie was an 80s Dating Video Remix. Yeah. That, that was the hysterical. suspenders um so i guess uh, for me um uh, right now i've been doing a lot of um uh, photo shoots so if y'all awesome. want to check out my instagram page it's jam costello 14 um been able to um do some just really cool shots some really cool concepts yeah they're great um, they're gorgeous got some uh, new stuff coming out i'm just kind of waiting for it and then um i've got some more stuff scheduled um throughout the the next few months so it's it's kind of fun uh, while I'm not doing a ton of like acting things at the moment, it does allow me that ability to find my inner actor. Just yeah, yeah, you know, especially when you do a cool concept and there's kind of like a, a vision behind it. That's what I always kind of go into it with. Is like, what's your vision? And then yeah. um, my thing is, I love to put on some music, and the dancer in me kind of comes out. So That's I awesome. always like to put some kind of dance aspect to it. So it's nice. kind of what's going on with yeah. Your yeah. photo shoots always are just like amazing. Oh, They're incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. go go check her out on Instagram. Thank you. Guys. See all the good things she's up to. And then mm-hmm. when you are in a show, you'll they'll know because they'll yes. see it on. They'll see your rehearsal. She always yes. posts re- backstage stuff and yeah. rehearsal pics mm-hmm. and things like that. One soon, um, yeah. the the job, the daily job. Yeah. It can be tough. Busy, it can so, be tough. Yeah, but yeah. I love, I love my job. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> good. I, I really do. I t- truly do enjoy it. So, cool. um, if there's any uh, network engineers out there who specialize in um, multiple layer, multiple layer protocol, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking Sounds for you. Fascinating. We're looking for you. Multiple layer protocol guys. Any BGP or OSPF people? You know, they are a, a huge share of our audience. I, yeah. I can imagine. It's a fact. I can imagine. It's a fact. They love this podcast. Um, okay. I would like to plug our next sketch show. So Ooh. we just wrapped up our sketch show critical crop top presents feminine af um and at the time it was a re- packed house standing room only <laughs> um i mean the people New York threw Times flowers people at could, us yeah i mean we could hardly get off the stage there was the, the adoration was yeah. intense um we don't know because actually the show hasn't gone up yet but at Shh, the time don't tell them that nicole <laughs> at it was the time a packed house at you the have time to get that you listen to, to this yeah. it will be too late for you to see it unfortunately but you can see our show that's coming up after that. Uh, hang on. Let me just get the dates out. Right here. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just, what are the dates? What, the, what are the dates? Um, so we don't have any information on who's in it or what it's called yet, but it will be the next Critical Crop Top Live schedule will be Friday, May 11th, Sunday, May 13th, which is Mother's Day. So bring your mom. That's Mother's yeah. Day, right? Or is it the I next that's week? That's a great thing to bring mom to. Yeah. If my, mom always some awkward my mom always comes. awkward social justice comedy. Um. I, it's either the 20th or the, I should know. I'm it's a mom. One it's one of those. Uh, so uh, Friday, May 18th and Sunday, May 20th at the Highland Inn Ballroom and Lounge. Which is a great venue, by the way. It's super fun. It's um, they've been great to us. We love doing shows there. And the tickets will be on sale on our website, criticalcroptop.com. 
backslash tickets. So um, be sure you're following us on all the things. Oh, that's another thing to plug. The social media yeah. accounts will get there. Yeah. Um, be sure you're following us on all the things for Critical Crop Top if you want to know what we're doing with uh, mm-hmm. our show, our live shows and stuff at Critical Crop Top on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Sarah. So. <clears throat> that was so sexy. Oh, that was my. my. <laughs> um, so Nicole wrote and directed this little mini series or web series. I'm sorry. Let's call it a mini series. <laughs> then I can be eligible yeah. for an Emmy. There you <laughs> go. Um, it's called Vera v- Vera's Workplace Sensitivity Training Series. Oh my God. Vera's here among us right now. Yes. <laughs> um, and I am in it. I am Vera. And Vera <laughs> is basically a 1940s woman who... Uh, time travels to the present day and gives terrible wor- workplace advice to women and a few men. A few men. A few, a few good men. men. Yeah. Yep. Um, Andy Fleming's in it. Patrick yes. Morgan. Melissa Jasmine Lapp, Waters. Jasmine, Jasmine Waters. Christy Bosniak. Aria Julie Jones Ivy. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Where can they find it? Very that? cool. They can find it on criticalcroptop.com backslash videos where you can actually see all of our videos now we've got a yes. page on our site with all the videos including awesome. 80s dating video remix Yay. which jackie is in so go check that out um and uh, of that course you can fun. also subscribe to us on vimeo or funny or die funny or youtube die. funny which is a great segue <laughs> into what i'm plugging thank you guys so much for setting me up to that you're welcome um we have a brand new uh what a, a network content um, provider we're, we're, it's a content provider i would say like a co- content yeah. platform yeah so we have a brand new place where you can watch georgia all based videos. georgia based content provider yes it's called thea that's t-h-e-a and it's an app for your phone a website for your computer and you can watch a whole bunch of atlanta based and a place artists. for your soul to yeah. find what it Aww, needs I exactly, need one. exactly. <laughs> find it find your soul there as well as a whole bunch of Atlanta artists and filmmakers and musicians and other cool people. Including us. Including us. We're on there now. Go look it up. So you can see our videos there. Critical Crop Top. There's a channel. And uh, check it out. Yeah. Out what got there. And then uh, we also have some new social media channels for the Feminine Mistake Podcast. That's right. We, Feminine Mistake Podcast has its own social media now. Yes. So you can find us on Twitter at Pod. And on Instagram at Feminine Mistake Pod. So and make sure on the you, Facebooks. Uh, and Facebook at Feminine Mistake Pod mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we already, uh, not to toot my own horn or anything, but we already have over 100 followers on Instagram. Why would you toot so. your horn? Because <laughs> I did it, Sarah. I okay. posted all the it's things all right. and yep, wrote yep. all the words <laughs> that went with the things. <laughs> <gasps> we have and we and so you can go yeah. check out our new graphics exactly go check out our new graphics which are still new even though it's been a month yeah they're still new they'll be for new for two more people. years until we do an, another until we reboot. do it again <laughs> until we read a book we're like we're only watching movies from 1935 to 1937 Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> the there's third, a huge the audience for that super niche <laughs> only french <laughs> only, only in French. Only Joan Crawford films. Um, <laughs> it's called the Joan Crawford Mistake Podcast. There is actually a Willem Dafoe podcast that I recently found. And uh, whoa, I I can't remember the name of the Please podcast. Please tell me they are watching Streets of Fire. They've they've watched all his movies, but I believe their Instagram is as Defender Defoe. Nice, and it's that's brilliant. the whole reason to have a podcast about William Defoe. It like made that. me really happy. I love William Defoe. The yeah. only actor I would do a podcast for would be Shah Rukh Khan. He's been in over 80-something bo- Bollywood films. Huh. I love him. 
So look out yeah. for Sarah's podcast coming soon. About Bollywood films. The Shah Rukh Khan mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode of the Feminine Mistake Podcast. Please join us next week when we continue our deep dive of I, Tanya with our special guest, Jackie Costello. I'm Nicole Fanari, And I'm Stacey Moore. And we're the hosts of Movies That Matter, the podcast about recent films going above and beyond the call of box office returns to boldly explore a social issue affecting people's lives. Nothing's off limits. From art house films to action blockbusters to animated kids movies, every film has something to say, whether we like it or not. Check out Movies That Matter on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, because movies matter. And so do you.